0: Hello, I'm Eric Chabro of GovInfoSecurity.com and Information Security Media Group. What follows is the second part of my conversation with Ernest McDuffie, leader of NICE, the National Initiative for Cyber Education. In the first part of the interview, we discussed the goals of NICE. As we pick up our conversation, we discuss the need to retrain IT security pros facing new challenges. Another area where there may be the retraining, and I was speaking a few weeks ago with the former NASA Chief Information Security Officer, and we were discussing the Federal Information Security Management Act, which now emphasizes sort of a checkbox paper compliance process, but agencies are moving toward continuous monitoring of IT systems, and this will require a different set of skills. How does NICE play into the retraining of those workers?
1: Yeah, that's very, very true. Some of the complaints about the FISMA program was just that, that it had been a a paper-check-the-box kind of exercise and and really needed to to move to a more continuous monitoring and actually demonstrating that systems are being secured and the best practices are actually being implemented. And it will require additional personnel and trained personnel who not only understand the, the technical aspects of what's happening physically within the hardware of the systems, but you also have to understand the interaction between the systems and the human beings who deal with the systems are the tools that they're required to use are usable and understandable to the average user, how can they be improved, the annual training requirements for everybody within the uh, federal government, are those training modules the best possible tools for that type of training that exists. We need to uh, bring into account areas in cognitive behavior, uh, the understanding of how human beings learn and, re- and retain information into play to improve all those processes. This is one of those areas, I mean, the whole idea of cybersecurity and cyberspace is when you think about it in terms of other endeavors is really relatively new. Even though the impact is large and there's a great potential out there, we're still at the very beginning of understanding how humans and machines uh, interact and what's the best methodology to improve that interaction and make sure that everybody's taking advantage of the strengths of both sides. That's going to be an ongoing process, and I think as it continues, To evolve and improve, we'll find that more and more disciplines will become needed to take care of all the various aspects involved.
0: Let's talk about an agency, a chief information security officer, who's concerned about making sure their staff can deal with continuous monitoring. What are they to do, and how does NICE play into that?
1: Basically, NICE doesn't have a role there. You're you're talking about operational activities that are ongoing in agencies, and it's up to each agency depending on the nature of the systems that they're responsible for to come up with the best methods for doing that. NICE, we're really uh, focused on the educational aspects and preparing a a workforce that's going to be able to adapt to whatever is required of them at the various job skills and competencies that are currently required to carry out those missions. So we don't get involved in the operational aspects outside of just being aware of what they are and what the needs are so that we make sure that there's a a good uh, alignment between the things that we're teaching uh, the kids in schools and how they're being trained and what they're going to be end up asked to do uh, once they get into the workforce.
0: But isn't part of the initiative professional development, I guess, is track four? So if they need new skills, wouldn't that be part of that?
1: There are uh, training organizations that are already up and running within federal government that are part of our initiative. They're constantly looking for ways to improve their internal processes. The organizations are already aware of, of who those agencies are. They're specific to the agencies that have the requirements. Uh, DOD, for example, have facilities in Georgia and other places around the corner country that dedicated to training law enforcement, intelligence community, operatives to do work in this space. And they tailor their training specifically to the task and the agencies that are um, you know, requesting the training for their personnel. We try to coordinate the activities to make sure that if best practices or new capabilities are be- being developed in one segment of that training space, that they become available across the board, that people who are working in different silos or, or sectors, uh, and, and typically you don't have the opportunity to look outside of your own lane to see if other things are happening that you can leverage on to improve your process. That's kind of where the coordination aspect of the NICE initiative comes into play. We're tasked with looking across the board of what's happening in the entire spectrum of activities, not only within federal government but in academia and the private sector as well, we're also involved in training and education processes and making sure that best practices, the newest technologies, uh, virtual environments are being made available to all the stakeholders that uh, need that kind of support.
0: How long has uh, NICE been around?
1: We've only been around... We. Our, our mandate happened, I guess, back in the March-April timeframe of this year. So we're still really at the very beginning of standing up, getting resourced, uh, getting our internal staff in place, developing a strategic plan that will map out our goals and uh, timelines and activities for the next uh, one, three, five years. Ultimately, uh, what the uh, vision and the hope is is that we positively affect the entire population of the country, allow the United States cybersecurity posture to increase and improve, to maintain our leadership role for the rest of the world and area, and ultimately to have these activities be turned over to private sector entities that we'll be able to continue to sustain them throughout the long term. Because of the the nature of the field is so dynamic and it will be continually changing, there's always gonna be a need for this education and, and training process, not only for it to continue as it's being formulated now, but to be able to uh, change and adapt to the changing nature of the threats that are out there and the technologies that get uh, developed uh, down the road. Uh, The federal government is not going to be able to do this by itself. It's going to need the help and support of all the various sectors of the community to uh, make this happen in the long run.
0: How would you determine if NICE is achieving its goals? What metrics do you or will you use to determine
1: that? That's a very good question, and and it's uh, vitally important. the uh, development of meaningful metrics in cybersecurity is probably one of the biggest challenges that we face. And frankly, at this early stage, I couldn't give you really concrete measures and targeted achievements. In fact, if I turn around right now and look at my computer, I'll see a, a document that I'm, that's in process that's working to develop exactly those types of uh, ideas. Certainly, uh, simple kind of measures would be an improvement in the uh, number of people who are aware of the need to be safe in cyberspace, that are aware of uh, where resources are that they can locate and use uh, in that endeavor, uh, how many of these tools and resources are actually used and implemented. We're uh, working on uh, developing curriculum for uh, the different segments of education pipeline, how how many of those curriculum modules and programs actually get adopted. At specific schools and institutions across the country would be a good measure of how we're impacting the field. So there's going to be a number of things like that. But come back to me uh, six months, a year from now, and I'll have a list of specific targeted achievements and performance measures associated uh, with them to gauge our progress as we move forward. So it's it's a work in progress.
0: Anything else like that?
1: Even if I have a specific list right now, that list would be subject to change as the environment itself changes. We're going to have to make sure uh, that we stay uh, fresh and current. That's probably uh, one of the key things. you you look at the area of certification for cybersecurity professionals, previously some of the certification tools that are out there would require you to just take a simple test, kind of check the boxes and you get the certification, and there would be no requirement to come back and refresh that information or to demonstrate that you actually have the skills to operate the systems in, the, in that area. So we're working to try to improve that status just as the FISMA rules are moving from just a paper exercise to a demonstration of actual skills. That same type of movements are happening within the certification and accreditation space as well. As those things improve and penetrate the uh, our community, that will be another measure of success that we're having in this space.
0: Ernest, I thank you very much for taking time with us.
1: Uh, this has been my pleasure. Uh, part, part of our mandate is to have these kind of interactions with uh, the media and, and get the message out what we're trying to do and, and attract uh, uh, new partners uh, to the cause. If uh, And if your listeners are interested in, in engaging uh, with us in this endeavor, um, please uh, pass on my contact information to them, and we'll do everything we can to bring them on board. Okay, I've been speaking with Ernest McDuffie. He's the
0: lead of the National Initiative for Cybersecurity Education, or NICE, for GovInfoSecurity.com and Information Security Media Group. I'm Eric Chabro. Thanks for listening.